0: I woke up and I was in this dark tunnel. There was a light on each side of this tunnel, very far off. They weren't like, you know, heaven and hell, and they didn't seem different. They seemed the same. Uh, And then I heard a male voice behind me saying that I could be stronger and come back and be okay.
1: So, what did you do? Hello, theologists or
0: sisters and misters. Welcome to the coven.
1: All right, so first week of the month, so you know what that means. It is time to share the next installment of your Supernatural Timeline.
0: Did I ever tell you about the time I died? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. no. I don't, I think this one was, this one was before I met you.
1: Is that why you've been a ghost this whole time?
0: Yeah, I've just been secretly haunting you.
1: Honestly, though, (laughs) at least one day I might be able to monetize it.
0: (laughs) Monetize the haunting that you've had. God knows some people do. So I died in the year 2007. And the way that this happened was I was 12 years old and I was in the hospital for something that at the time they had no idea what it was. Now, because they had no idea what it was, they obviously could not treat it um, and they thought that my brain shut down from stress. Uh, the symptoms were a lot of things, but I lost uh, essentially the majority, if not all, of my motor skills because it attacked my uh, neurological nervous system. the the th- The cerebrum. If if anybody knows what the cerebrum is, good job. If you don't know, it's the little thing in the back of your brain that looks like a cabbage.
1: <laughs> don't attack the cabbage. <laughs> The cabbage need to growl.
0: They wound up doing a spinal tap, which is really painful, especially when you can't control your own limbs. Uh, They did a spinal tap on me and found out that it was lupus cerebritis, uh, specifically the most common form of lupus, which is systemic lupus erythematosus. Try saying that 10 times fast.
1: Yeah, no, that is a lot of words um the first part wait can you say the first part of it again
0: lupus cerebritis
1: i don't know why but that sounds like an epic name for a dnd character
0: uh it's called lupus cerebritis because it attacks the cerebrum so cerebritis
1: well now i'm just thinking of like a cool ass mage
0: so if anybody wants to send me their dnd characters <laughs> maybe i'll draw you a cute image if it's uh based off of lupus <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay guys, so this
0: is my lupus
1: D&D character. Oh, it's just a D&D session where like all of the characters are based off of like uh, autoimmune disease.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> then you bring me up and it's like, hi, my character's Hashimoto.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I had that too, actually.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, Mine wasn't nearly as Deadly. Just annoying. and made me feel like shit, but not deadly.
0: Not that I know of. Mine wasn't deadly. It was just, it happened at the same time as the lupus.
1: Right. So, okay. You were in the hospital. They did a spinal tap, which,
0: ouch. Please let me, uh, tell you that it took, uh, two and a half months to do the spinal tap. Because they were convinced that my brain shut down from stress.
1: Oh. Wait, they thought your brain shut down as in brain dead.
0: Well, not brain dead, uh, apparently your brain can just shut down and stop working properly from stress. Oh. Uh, like extreme stress. And I had oh. just gone through a very bad bout of stress from family matters that I just won't get into. Ballad. Uh, it had caused me to start sleepwalking and then I started getting really painful headaches that every uh, six hours I would need to take. like Painkiller. It's like a lot of painkillers, as many as I was legally allowed to have. No 12-year-old should be taking painkillers consistently. If you start having headaches every single day, unprompted by any sort of medication or anything, go to the doctor and get an MRI.
1: Yeah, no, that's not normal. And we're not talking like a little itty-bitty, like stress, like tension headache.
0: Undiagnosed.
1: Yeah, dude, go do something about that. Yeah, we're talking to you. Go to the Uh... fucking doctor. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Oh my goodness. (laughs) What would your mother say? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... Lupus is called lupus because it stems from the Latin word lupine, mm-hmm. so wolf, and that is because a very common symptom is getting a rash that's a butterfly rash is what they call it, but it looks like a wolf mask.
1: Oh, that's why they call I knew about the mask uh, or like the, the rash across like the nose and into the cheeks, right? I've never connected
0: those dots. Yeah. Every lupus patient is different. My lupus did not have the mask. So immediately they crossed it off. Oh, that's why. You know, like House MD where they have the little whiteboard. They just crossed it off. they were like, mm-hmm. no, I can't have it lupus. It's never lupus, right, guys?
1: <laughs> and then it was lupus. I know. So where's the near-death part?
0: Because it was lupus and I was still having those massive headaches and... I was unable to communicate with anybody. I didn't have control over my limbs or my voice. Do you remember what that felt like? Yes, it was incredibly frustrating and I was pissed off all the time. I was just not okay. Uh, I stopped eating. Oh. I figured starving to death would be less painful.
1: Wait, so were you in the hospital this whole time?
0: I was. And they let you starve yourself? I was in the psych ward unit because they thought that it was psychiatric. But wouldn't they just, like, force you to eat and if you refuse, just, like, shove a tube down your throat? We didn't consent to the tube down the throat until it got to a dire situation. Ah. Uh, I was supposed to eat by noon that day or they would put a tube down my throat. Now, the issue with that is that because I had lupus, I would have accidentally ripped out the tube. Oh,
1: because you don't have control, right?
0: But they didn't know that. They would have thought I would have done it out of spite. Right. Which, valid. It tracks. But my brain was like, if I can just get small enough, maybe I can escape through that vent.
1: Wait, like, that's seriously where your head was at?
0: Yeah, I was like, maybe I could escape through the vent. (laughs) Christ. Uh, but no, you're too short to reach the ceiling, and also you can't walk. So I couldn't walk, talk, control any of my limbs, um, and it sucked! And that's why I decided that starving to death might just be less painful. So then what? Uh... My aunt was with me this whole time. She was very supportive. My dad was as well. They came into Boston every single day to come visit me.
1: Okay, so what is this all leading up to?
0: It came up to the point where they were going to put the tube down my nose. And mm-hmm. my aunt begged them not to do it. Uh and they were say they said, Okay, but we have to do it if he doesn't eat by noon. Right. And she was like, Can we can we have it like one one o'clock? And they're like, okay. Uh and my aunt was like, come on, you please, you need to eat something. They're going to put a tube up your nose. Do you want that? And I'm just like, no, but obviously they can understand me. So I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, even God. less coherent than that.
1: That's so sad.
0: Um. So I'm sitting on the floor with her because sitting anywhere else was just like, <laughs> I don't know, it was difficult to life. No, Um. Like, to get me around, you had to put me in a wheelchair and hope that I just didn't fall out or, like, hit myself or something. Mm-hmm. So, we're sitting on the floor. She's got, like, a cup of apple juice. You know, just anything. Something. I don't even think it was apple juice. I think it was it was the insure. Mm. Um, which, there's several types of insure, but this one is the fattening one, so it's, like, the insure plus Yeah. And it was a chocolate milk one. She was like, you know, tastes like a milkshake. Try it. And I was like, man, (laughs) it wasn't that bad. I was being dramatic. Right. Uh, But I was just like, Auntie, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Can I just have a nap, please? I'll I'll drink it after my nap, please. I had very little to no intention of drinking that after my nap. Right. Uh, So I went to sleep, you know, exhausted. You don't have any energy because you don't have any food. Mm-hmm. you've used it all to either fight with people talk or just move mm-hmm. i wound up having this dream while i was sleeping that was i woke up and i was in this dark tunnel and i'm not afraid of the dark and i haven't been since i was two maybe mm-hmm. three when i had my little pikachu nightlight uh shout out to pokemon <laughs> sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> never never <laughs>
1: if they did though i would be so surprised
0: i'd be confused
1: (laughs) i i wouldn't know what to do with myself honestly
0: i'd feel like i made it i've made it this is the peak this is the end So there was a light on each side of this tunnel, very far off. They weren't like, you know, heaven and hell, and they didn't seem different. They seemed the same. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what was in those lights, because, you know, people tell you if you see the light, either go towards light or don't go towards light. I got a lot of mixed signals as a child. Yeah. Yeah. So I was scared because I could hear voices and I knew that I was supposed to go towards them. Like they kind of wanted me to go, but both sides wanted me to go to them. And I didn't know what the hell they were. I was scared. Uh, And then I heard a male voice behind me saying that I could be stronger and come back and be okay. And that it, it promised me that I would be okay. All I had to do was take care of my body and then that spirit or energy or entity whatever the hell it was would do the rest
1: so something spoke to you in your dream you're in this tunnel and you just hear this voice a male voice asking you that as long as you just took care of your body as I'm assuming like as in eating and trying to get better that you would get better
0: Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, you can have stronger abilities like, say, healing faster, which was never a thing before. Oh,
1: it was like, okay, so this voice was like promising you.
0: It was offering me abilities that I didn't have. It was basically trying to make a deal with me.
1: So did it say exactly what those things would be?
0: Nope, was specified. I didn't ask.
1: So like, do you remember like... That quote.
0: I don't anymore. Lupus has really taken away a lot of memories because it's in my brain, as Mm -hmm. opposed to something that's like, you know, kidney lupus or skin lupus or any of that. Mm -hmm. Uh so this disembodied voice, I never saw any image decided to make a deal with me. And it was like, hey, you know, when you get up, go drink your drink and you know, fix your fucking body and we'll we'll be a lot stronger. And I think by stronger it meant we'll have these magical abilities that you didn't have before.
1: But obviously, you had no idea at the time.
0: No, I had no idea. I didn't know what the heck this thing was. I was just like, I'd like to feel better. So what did you do? Well, I woke up and I had the insurer, And so, then like, I started you- eating normally. And i that's when they did the spinal tap. And they were like, oh, you do have lupus. And my dad was like, you fucking idiots. I've been screaming at you for weeks that it was lupus. Because <laughs> my uh, oh. grandmother's brother died from it at the age of 19.
1: Oh, shit. So- when you were in that dream, do you remember doing anything? Like, did you have to say anything?
0: Did you walk anywhere or did you just wake up? I was frozen in fear. I didn't walk anywhere. <laughs> um, I didn't have to say anything or do anything. I just had to kind of mentally agree okay. or disagree. It seemed to be able to like read my thoughts and understand.
1: Just like this unspoken. So like, what did it feel like in that dream? Just like, did it feel vivid? Did it feel...
0: It felt incredibly vivid. So I think that I might have been close to between... I might have been between the area where the uh, ghost's uh, plane of existence and the human's plane of existence, you know, meets. My guess is that I was between those two areas. So yeah, so you, I wasn't you, dead, I was close to dead.
1: You were in between life and death.
0: <laughs> yeah, which would make sense for somebody who's been starving for about two and a half months.
1: Were you hooked up to like a heartbeat monitor?
0: Nope, I wasn't in the medical ward. I was in the psychiatric ward. They had no idea if I was living or dying. So yeah, they, they would have had no idea if you were like flatlining. Yeah, no. Wow. So to this day, I cannot say 110% that I died, but this feels like I died. <laughs>
1: Looking back on that moment, how does that make you feel now?
0: Uh, what the agreement, the death, which the, thing? The
1: death. Thinking about that, like I guess in a way, are you scared of dying now that you've experienced?
0: I've never once been afraid of dying. I don't know why that spooked me so hard, though.
1: As somebody who is afraid of dying, I I could conjure a guess. I mean, I I
0: assume it's probably just because I was already weak from the lupus and Mm -hmm. the lack of food and drink. So I knew that my body, if I needed to fight from any sort of way, because it was so vivid, my brain was like, okay, so you might need to fight something. Like, fight or flight and freeze. Right, and you just weren't able to. I wasn't able to, and I was terrified terrified so i chose freeze (laughs) so it's
1: interesting that your fight or flight or freeze is so strong but you don't fear death
0: no it's gonna happen
1: because the fight or flight is to protect yourself from getting hurt and then dying
0: yeah for me it's just to protect myself from getting hurt
1: That's so interesting.
0: Yeah, it really is. Um, Wow. So I woke up. uh, My aunt was like, okay, you need to have this insure. Obviously, I couldn't hold it because my limbs were not able to be controlled. Mm -hmm. So my aunt had to hand feed me and bathe me and take care of me. She had to do everything. Essentially, Mm -hmm. anything that you have to do that involves your neurological system, now suddenly other people have to do that.
1: I mean, God, that's like basically fucking everything everything except oh god no i can't i literally can't think of a single thing
0: yeah no bingo <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you start you know eating finally
0: Yes, I started with the insure. Then I started actually like setting up a meal plan and like pointing to things that I wanted to eat. Uh, I tried to point to things I wanted to eat. I wasn't quite able to point to the exact things. So I had to have my aunt read off the menu and then I would nod or shake my head. Oh. And nodding or shaking your head was difficult because if I wanted to nod my head, I would shake my head, which would in turn piss me off.
1: Oh, so it was like flipped.
0: But if I tried to flip it myself, that wouldn't work either. So that was annoying. That is very
1: frustrating. Yeah, I was pissed. Like, so now if I had to like think of an analogy, it's like if you had been playing like a platformer like video game your whole life, and all of a sudden, like none of the controls do what you think they're going to do.
0: Yep. That's, that's insane. And there's a speech recognition thing that just keeps saying, you know, we do not recognize you. <laughs> oh, uh, so that insanity goes on until they discover that it's lupus. Uh, they take me to the medical ward, out of the psych ward. Yes, uh, they put me on cytoxin, which is something that they put cancer patients on as well. And after the first day, I was able to just barely make a single sentence. Wow. So yeah, uh, death death happened. Um, And that was a very traumatic time of my life.
1: For obvious reasons.
0: You know, if you had the option of dying a painful death with extreme headaches and constantly not being able to control your body, or just not eating and dying faster, what do you choose?
1: I get why you did that. I mean-
0: it's not a healthy choice. No,
1: not at all. Obviously you would never condone that to anybody. Um and obviously you being at that age, it's not like you could consent to any other kind of, I guess like the whole like pull the plug kind of thing, you know. They're they're not going to humanely kill you if you're 12 and you're, you know, in your adults that speak for you, say hell fucking no.
0: Yeah, but also the adults had a had a good point.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, but like as a 12 year old, you don't know any better. All you know is that what you're
0: feeling is suffering and you're trying to
1: find an easier way
0: out. Yeah, I had accepted that I was going to die already.
1: That's Which a 12
0: year old accepting that they're going to die is really horrible.
1: I have never been in that position. Not once. But okay, you're... On the mend, right?
0: Yeah, there's another near-death experience that happened that I'll discuss uh, later on, because that's a much more recent one. Right. Uh, but in, it involves stitches, um, and I was supposed to have the stitches in for a certain period of time and then have them taken out, so that, you know, the injury could heal. mm mm-hmm. uh, And they said, you know, it might take even longer because you have lupus for these mm. to heal. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, no. I healed over the stitches. Oh. So they had to very carefully and gently kind of take the top layer of skin and like kind of slice through it a bit (laughs) to get to the stitch and pull it out. And that's happened with all stitches. So that's one of the abilities that I have.
1: I mean, I can't wait to hear you start talking about like how you discovered these abilities. I guess that's what you're going to talk about next. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For starters, injuries, (laughs) varying injuries. That was the first one that I noticed.
1: But that's incredible that you had this awful, terrifying, traumatic experience and you came out on the other side physically stronger in many ways.
0: I swear to God, if you call me brave for it, I'm going to say No,
1: I'm not going to call you (laughs) fucking brave. You were terrified.
0: Everybody's like, oh, you're so brave for going through that. I'm like, I didn't have a choice and no. Did I say brave once? No, but you know, yeah. it, it sounded like you were kind of nudging towards it. No. I was like I'm a don't. I'm a don't. No, don't do it. Don't much- be don't be them. <gasps> oh, no,
1: no. How the fuck could you be brave? You were fucking 12 and embracing death. Like you were There's no bravery there. There's necessity and instinct.
0: Yeah, I was just I gave up. There was nothing I could do. I couldn't fix it. Okay, question. Do
1: you think that If they never found out what it was and you were still in the hospital, like they didn't do the spinal tap, do you think you would have gone back to that place? Do you think you would have had to make the choice again?
0: I don't know. See, I think that the decision was made and offered to me because I had a chance. Okay. I think that's probably why it was offered. I don't think it would be offered if I didn't have a chance.
1: Wow. So.
0: If there was no chance, they'd be like, hey, you should go to the left or hey, you should go to the right.
1: I wonder what those two lights were. Do you think like one was life and one was death, whatever that is?
0: Maybe. I have no idea. I didn't go near them and I have no intention of going near them anytime soon. Uh, I've never been back there.
1: Right. (laughs) And like, but to this day, that's a vivid memory.
0: Yeah, it's a very vivid memory.
1: Like you remember what it what it felt like.
0: Yeah, uh, if if nothing else, when my memories fade, I remember feelings,
1: right? I mean, like words are hard, faces are hard, but like feelings stick with you.
0: And I felt extreme fear.
1: God, have you felt fear like that since?
0: um yes with the vega story
1: so vega came after this or before this
0: Uh, vega came after this so i'm kind of going in a little backwards kind of mishmash sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) it it's a piecemeal timeline I I can kind of like my brain goes, oh, wait, what about this one? Like after we've recorded one.
1: You know, now this makes me wonder, do you think this is why Vega was attracted to you?
0: Why? Because I had uh, another entity that was making me stronger or something or that maybe like merged with me. Is that what you think happened?
1: Yeah, because I never heard that voice again. So you feel like that voice might just be a part of you?
0: Yeah, I think it just kind of merged in with me and and that would explain why it wanted me to take care of the body because flesh suit need take care of right. if planned to live in.
1: Now, I know that a lot of more of like the religious spiritualists might say that was your guardian angel. What do you think about that?
0: My mother has a theory that I'm a fallen angel, so that wouldn't be too shocking.
1: That being said, that is absolutely terrifying and thank you for sharing that
0: oh yeah no problem i honestly i don't share that one too often so it's good to
1: i mean that's why i love this series so much i learned things about you even though we've been friends for 10 plus years
0: that i didn't know about you because we've never needed to like it's never come up in conversation
1: it was never like i never like hey have you ever died before
0: Yeah, like it's, that's not something that you just kind of ask people.
1: (laughs) Like it's something that you would share if you felt the need to. And obviously you never felt the need to until now. It was something that you...
0: We're like, you know what? There is reason and I would like to. Well, you said go through supernatural timeline. That's pretty damn supernatural. Yeah, so. it's it's
1: incredible. Whatever it was, it's incredible. And I mean, like, whether or not it was supernatural or just a dream, you know, the fact that you came out on the other side, that you took that as a sign to wake up, to try harder and to get better, like, fucking bravo.
0: Bitches, I lived. <laughs>
1: get you a t-shirt bitch i lived (laughs) all right okay well thank you again and thank you for everybody that listened and i hope that you guys enjoyed this story i know i did this was like i said this is incredible um and yeah if you guys enjoyed consider Leave in a little little comment down below. Just say like yeah. your
0: your opinions on it. And you don't you know as as much as we love uh, you know having you guys subscribe to our Patreon, um, <laughs> which we say
1: every other every time episode. just because every other episode
0: you know it's as much as we would love to have you support a patreon we do realize that it is tough times right now oh yeah Um, and not everybody can afford to just sit down and subscribe to a patreon the next best thing you can do comment
1: also we like seriously we just want to know like what you guys think of this so if you have an opinion or maybe a a similar experience uh please uh, if you're on youtube please comment down below we would absolutely love to hear from you Um, and I guess that being said, stay spooky.
0: Bye.